Hello and welcome to the Pika Podcast. My name is Krishna Benjamin and I'll be your host today. With me is my co-host Marnisha Powell. We will be going through a number of topics today. They also will bring you up to speed with what's been going on with the agency, including our products and services. And we'll also share some very interesting information about the agency and where we are. So to begin, we're going to be discussing something that happened in the not so distant past. We got ISO certification and with me to discuss this is Marnisha Powell, our communications officer. Marnisha, you can go ahead. Let us know what ISO certification means. Thanks much, Krishna. So we were recently ISO 9001-2015 certified, and we had our unveiling and handover of the ceremony. And what took place there was we had our ministers, we had the Minister of Finance and the Public Service, our representative from the ministry, as well as Minister of Industry, Investment and Commerce. And what this means for us is that our passport production and issuance process has been ISO 9001-2015 certified. Yes, we are the second agency within the public service to be certified. Before us was the Export-Import Bank, and directly after us was the company's office of Jamaica. It means for our customers, what this means for our customers is that our processes have been uh, fixed, or we have changed our processes with them in mind. And what this means for our staff members is that you know, some processes where you would have seen need changes, change has been made. Where can you get information or relevant documents? Where can they be found? Now, we have in the transformation unit a quality technician, and it is her responsibility to ensure that all documents, policies, and procedures are stored electronically at one place. And so, if you need to find your documents, you can always make contact with her. Her name is Miss Isha Abija Cole, and she'll be happy she will be happy to assist you in that process what is next so every three years we have to be recertified that means we go through the audit all over again however in the interim every year there's a follow-up audit or a surveillance audit and we will be preparing for our surveillance audit this year back over to you krishna awesome thank you so much for that quick update marnisha we move on to our next topic which is our new office that was opened in fairview we are happy to say that the office is a beautiful one we know that the customers have been longing to get a space that is comfortable and that they can function in effectively especially from our employees and so we're happy that our employees will also have a space that they can benefit from and to work comfortably the office itself was previously at overton and now we've moved to fairview Marnisha, if you could give us some information on how the office will benefit customers as well as employees. Sure. So to give you an idea, it's shop number nine, the annex at Fairview Plaza. And that's Bogue Estate in Montego Bay. So it is a very commercial area. It's not, it is spacious too. You know, there's parking, everything that a customer would think of in terms of benefiting them. Also, it is so spacious on the inside that we can we are able to maintain COVID protocols six feet apart and still not inconvenience our customers. Now for our staff, they have somewhere to have their lunch now, they have comfortable working areas, and it's world class. 
from the outside looking in, you can tell that that's a pickle location. Well, that's great. I mean, we've been to the office on a number of occasions as part of the process to re to open it. Yeah. And we can definitely see how customers would benefit from being in a space where they are able to interact with our staff mm -hmm. in a comfortable environment. So we're happy about that. The next topic we want to talk about is our temporary residency program. And back over to you again, Marnisha. No Give problem. us a quick overview of what that means and what the service entails and how it benefits customers. Sure. So where we are right now in terms of globally, there is a pandemic. I'm not sure if you realize, but yes, it is still here. So what you found is that a lot of visitors, they are basically stuck in Jamaica. Now, one of the things of thinking of how can we create or be innovative in terms of our service offerings, this idea came up. So thanks to our immigration team and our business development and communications team working together, the idea was birthed. So we have a one year or we're offering a one year temporary residency program titled Ayasonais, because in truth and in fact, no one nicer than Jamaica. I love that title. <laughs> <laughs> I love the song. <laughs> so um, what happens is for what we call digital nomads, it's, off, it's a service offering to them. They can come to Jamaica and work. So to be clear, the company that they work for is not a Jamaican company, right? It's a company overseas, but however, they do not have to be in the country. Where the, country, where the company is to work. So they can come to Jamaica, they can basically live here and still be gainfully employed to that overseas company. It also is a service offering for students who are online, which is very popular now. So you're an online student at, an, at, at a college in America or even Australia, but you just want to be here in Jamaica or you're probably here in Jamaica and you really can't move and you're an online student. This will be a service offering that is tailored to them. It has been submitted to parliament and we are awaiting their findings or their approval. So does it mean that even if someone does come to Jamaica now, we don't have, do we have any facilities for someone who would like to stay in Jamaica beyond the standard time that they're be they're given at the at the airport at the immigration well office. yes because if a visitor comes to jamaica and they're granted 90 days and they want to extend their time they can submit an application at any one of our offices which are our immigration offices which is also at mandeville montego bay sinans bay and waterloo road for an extension that would usually take them up to six months this temporary residency program will take them up to one year providing that they've met the criteria okay sounds good all right well we hope to be able to launch this program soon and in the meantime if there is anyone who likes who would like to stay in the country beyond the 90 days that they're given they can always come down to our offices at 8 waterloo road and apply for their extension of stay right all right now we move on to the travel authorization protocol, a very hot topic right now, especially because a, lot, a number of Jamaicans travel to and from, and so they need to be aware of what, what? is involved in applying for their travel authorization mm -hmm. protocol, how does it benefit them, how does it affect their ability to book flights, to board flights, oh, yeah. and to leave the country and to re-enter the country. So if you want to give us a quick overview of that, Marnisha. Sure. So generally speaking, any traveler coming to Jamaica, you are required to obtain a travel authorization before 
coming before actually boarding the flight. And what you find is that some airlines really will not board you if you do not have proof that you were granted authorization to travel. So it's either electronic, either you have it on your phone or you have it printed. Some airlines will not board you regardless of whether or not you're a Jamaican. Does the travel authorization form have to be a physical document? No, it can be. So for example, what will happen after you've completed that process online, you will get an email with a reference number saying, hey, check it. This is the number that you would need to check your application. After the processing time has passed, generally what should happen, the customer should get or the passenger should get an email, a generic email to say, hey, your approval has been granted. Uh, please visit the link or the site to view your approval. After you have visited, you will be given an option to either download the authorization or to print it. Now, if you download the authorization, that you can show them on your phone when you're checking in. Or you can print it so you have the actual document in your hand to show to board. Now, for Jamaicans or for any foreign national that has status in the island, they will be directed to PICA for PICA or for our border management team to process those applications and to grant approval accordingly. Or if any additional documents are needed, they will receive an email saying, hey, we need your work permit please forward same to process your application. And foreign nationals that has status in the island, those applications come to Pico. That's it for our podcast for today. We, are, we thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day.